0: messages my songs my feel this way. I
1: got
2: a whole lot of Welcome to the Council in the Clutch Podcast, episode number four. It's your boy Cal, and I'm joined today by Rory. Yo, Q here and SP, and later we'll have a special guest for you. Uh, so we're gonna start off today with a little bit of black excellence and entrepreneurial spirit. Well, let's go ahead and talk about it.
1: Man, you know, we're going to kick it off today, man. I got my guy, Rashawn Gary, uh, played defensive line in Michigan. He's doing something pretty unique. It's never been done before by a guy that's getting ready to get drafted in the NFL. He is starting his own sports agency. So he assembled a team to work with him, but he's expected to see the number one pick, like I said. Um, We've never seen anything like this going forward, but I think he's going to set the tempo, What y'all think about somebody that's getting drafted to start their own sports agency.
0: I believe it's a smart move. I mean, essentially, you're keeping all that money in-house, right? Because you would be paying the agent uh, a specific percentage that you would negotiate on um, to help you sign that contract. Which, I mean, in today's league, with the collective bargaining agreement that they have in place, uh, it's not as much of a need
2: for an agent
0: as it used to be.
2: I agree. Yeah, piggybacking on that is kind of the same thing. Um, same thing with uh, Lamar Jackson, like when he had his mom acting as his manager and then he consulted an actual uh, agent about the uh, rookie contract. It's not too much wiggle room like it was back in the day, um, not even back in the day, but more so like with Andrew Luck class, it's not, yeah. not a lot of wiggle room to really negotiate anything. So, you know, if you got a good team or a solid team, uh, you might as well just go in and get all that money for yourself. Um, but at the same time, you know, you gotta look at the other side. You know, the same thing is kinda happening with uh Clutch Sports and uh, you know, Anthony Davis right now. Yeah. It it might it might if he if if the guy ends up being good and his clients are there and they all wanna play together, it could be I don't see that happening in uh NFL. But you know, it might be one of those things where, you know, he has to make a clear divide of his business versus him versus his athletes. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, when you talk about uh LeBron James, you're talking about clutch sports. Pretty much, there's no separation. So that's my only fear about it, you know, um, but definitely good to see a black man do his thing like that. Facts, that's that's the all the ball down I
1: read on, yeah. yeah. The article I read on Yahoo Sports, man, it pretty much said that he assembled a team. Um, he got a lawyer to handle all the legal things, but his goal is to help athletes down the road, but they want to work with all sports as well, not just football.
2: Well, that's what's up then. So it's yeah. kind of like um, – it's kinda of, so it's gonna probably kinda of be similar to like the Right Nation, like Right Nation Sports, where technically Jay Z and Right Nation Sports aren't necessarily a an agency, a sports agency. They are, but they more so are trying to help guys manage their money. Um so yeah. like that that was the big thing with Kevin Durant, even though they helped him with his whole, you know, dealing everything, but it's more so they're there for money management for you not to go broke. It's not necessarily a sporting agency first. But I think this guy right. is
1: actually gonna be an agency first. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because you, you, know, you talked about Lamar Jackson, man. I feel like Ray Lewis was one of the first to get rid of his agent. Because I can't remember the exact year he dropped his agent, but Ray Lewis negotiated his contracts with the Ravens for the latter end of his career. And he made a lot of money in that back end. Yeah.
2: yeah, I remember hearing about that. I mean, it's like, I don't know what agents take. That's more so y'all expertise, the business guys. I don't know what percentage they take, but it's when you when you factor in those millions, that's a big percentage. So yeah. if I'm whatever not you can keep in your pocket.
1: I believe the NFL percentage is 3% is the max they can take. It might be five, but I believe it's three. But even then, if you think about it, if you give your agent 3%, you're making that kind of money. You're going to have to have a tax advisor, a financial advisor. So you're probably giving out 3% here, 3% there, 3% there.
3: So you you can take away the agent. around to you at 12, 15%. Yeah, and
1: then – and that ain't even taxes included. You at, yeah. you at 12% and you ain't even paid the government and they coming for
0: 100%. And just to go just to go back yeah. off of what we were talking about earlier, as far as there not being a lot of wiggle room for uh, rookies coming into the league and that first contract that they signed, uh, how, what do you guys feel about – because basically in that collective bargaining agreement from 2011 – they took those funds that the rookies had and negotiate for those contracts and kind of gave them to the veterans and uh, NFL retirees.
2: You think that was the right move? Yeah. Well,
1: um, that's my bad, Cal, Go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, well, you got to take care of your vets, like just like you do in the Army, Navy, you know, U.S. Armed Forces, same with the NFL because they beat their body up. At the same time, you got rookies coming in, you know, Hopefully you'll be in the league long enough to get that pension and everything. But I feel like that was the right move because, you know, a lot of those vets are beat up, man. Those like they hunched over. You know, health insurance ain't what it's supposed to be. So I feel like that was the right move as far as for the company side and uh, NFLPA.
1: What were we gonna say, Rory? Yeah, and to piggyback off what Kyle said, um, I agree it was the right move solely because the veterans are proven. And uh, I mean, like, you know, I play arena ball. It's arena. It's hard to be a rookie and come in and play. Same like the NFL. You're not going to, most rookies aren't going to come in and dominate. So you got a guy like Sam Bradford. He was the last guy to get that crazy deal, I believe, with the Rams. He came in and got a hundred million off the rip as a rookie. Then you get Cam Newton came a year later. and He was only able to get like 25, 26 million. So I think it's, you need to have a cap on the rookies because if they wouldn't have capped it five or four or five years ago, it would have been outrageous now thinking about paying a number one draft pick. For instance, Baker Mayfield. If they didn't have a salary cap for yeah. rookies, I probably would have paid him $100 million. <laughs> so you got to protect your investment. Now, I do believe the NFL is robbing the guys. They're the only league that doesn't have fully guaranteed contracts. I mean, I get, the, I get you don't want to put all the money out there, but the simple fact that the NFL sends each owner a check at the beginning of the season for licensing, that's a little bit more than the payroll itself for the salary cap you know who really is stealing the money
3: oh yeah that's a whole that's a whole different whole different lane right there we could talk about whole
1: different but look we going uh, hey, we ain't going to talk about the uh oh somebody somebody <laughs> <get in> trouble. <laughs> See, look hey, well, at least they pay the players though NCAA, you know we we talked about that a while back but it's trash something trash, <laughs> trash.
2: <laughs> they they rob you or don't always pay you
3: but we give you scholarships.
1: <laughs> we give you an education that you won't
3: use. I bust are they going to they, they <laughs> exactly. pay, edu- they pay, they pay for education to give you tutors to do your work for you so you can get to the league. Yeah.
1: Exactly. you back at home working the same job you had before you left for college.
2: And they'd be the same ones. They're the same ones that pay for your scholarship. But when you want to be a doctor or engineer and your class conflict, uh, your class schedule conflicts, which actually practice conflict, I mean, your Practice schedule, it's a problem. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I don't I don't get that, man. I mean they get what they want.
3: So, NCAA gonna be a weekly topic. Right.
2: Yeah. Trash. Gonna, be... saying, though, we don't like them. Yeah. Not at all. they gonna be a
3: weekly topic.
2: <laughs> Until I get me a check in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It could be hey, it could be a five cent check, and I'm I'm gonna change my tune just a little bit. You know, yeah, I gotta yeah. pay a little bit, but they still trash. So as you know, we are a sports and we also are a hip hop podcast, and we rarely even talk about hip hop. But did y'all hear that Cole uh, track that just dropped on Wednesday? Did
3: I? Yeah, Fine. everybody did.
2: <laughs> how you? well actually, we're going to discuss how we feel about it tomorrow. So for uh, the people who actually listen to us and uh, loyal fans, we're going to start another podcast. Uh, we're going to do it for the subjects that we don't really want to breach and go through in detail. On this podcast, we're going to do a 30 minute real quick and concise podcast the next day. Um, so look out for that tomorrow. But since we want to talk about hip hop, got a question for y'all. Who do y'all think had the biggest run in hip hop? Hist- well, you can say history or in your memory. And I'm talking individual and you can go label if you want to go if you want to go there, too.
3: Roy, I'm assuming you can say Drake.
1: I mean, I wasn't going to say Drake, but since you brought it up... Drake! (laughs) (laughs) We're
3: not going to do that that today. We're not
2: going to do that that today. what do you mean? From 2010 till now? You got things later. The comeback. You talking about the dude who don't write his own stuff? You don't got to write it to be a... The dude dude with Ghostwriters? What do you mean? (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Go ahead. Say your point. Say your point.
1: from, From 2009 to 2019... So far gone. Thank me later. Comeback season. If you're reading this, it's too late. Nothing was the same. Take care. More life. Views was I, right. But then Scorpion was the best record of the year in 2018. Dog uh, Drake is half, the man.
3: Half, half half of the best record. Because uh, it was two parts of that, and the second part was trash.
1: The RB part was okay. But I like the whole thing. You just gotta put it on shuffle, bro. See y'all, yep. y'all be tripping listening to music all
2: the way through. Put more, more life. Drake was tripping. <laughs> all right, so we know you, we know you a Drake stand, but y'all are hold on. That y'all was hold on. That, that wasn't an album. That was a playlist. You can't count that. Remember that was the excuse when they didn't when it kind of flopped on them. But I, I mean, mean
1: it, but that's the thing. His even his playlist is fired in half of these cats' albums.
2: All right, so what I'm hearing from you, you just named albums. You ain't telling me why. You just said it's fire, like. What makes it
1: the music? You, know, right? what, you can relate to Drake, like y'all hear Drake playing. You could put Drake on at any time during the day, and you're gonna vibe with a Drake album. You could put an Apple an Apple station, shout out to Apple Podcast, by the way, for being one of our number one distributors. But, um, no, no,
2: no, one, Z number one, one. Z number <laughs> one. sorry, <laughs> Apple Podcast.
1: We appreciate you,
2: <laughs> but listen, matter of fact, matter of fact, we're gonna drop a bomb for uh, for Apple real quick. There you go. Just because I can do that now. I, I I don't know. It made no sense, but I'm going to do it just because we can do it now. Hey, they gave that
1: boy some but, toys. He don't know how to act in the studio. <laughs> what? What? Come on
3: now. Hey, Come on now. Well, no,
1: hey, go, like, ahead. go ahead, Roy. I've been, I've been saying Drake was the GOAT. I don't care what nobody talking about. You could put a Drake playlist on at any time of the day, and you good from, from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Then about ten thirty, you might want to cut Drake off because he had you calling your ex and sipping wine. You got to cut him off in moderation.
2: Crying, but during the day you good. That's all I'm saying. All right. So Q, uh, who you think had the best run?
3: The best run. I'm. You already know I'm gonna say Wayne. I already knew I, that. Like <laughs> the 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 that two thousand the right short of twenty ten. Like he was on every song that came out. And the songs that he won't on, he remixed them, and you don't even know the original version to those songs. You can't, it's nobody, that, the run that he had, and even outside of him, going into the the actual, the label with uh, the whole Young Money, Cash Money, they whole conglomerate they had going on, including Drake, and <laughs> include Drake, uh, even, even Nicki, when she won't get on everybody's nerves, and. <laughs> like it was the run they had and the people they had under them was it was crazy. So I so I I gotta go I gotta go away and it's I don't know I can't I can't think of nothing. Hey, did, nothing you, did you say that.
1: the run that they had and the people under them was crazy?
3: Yeah, he did. He said the same you know, thing
1: twice. You know, you know, one of the artists that was under him that
2: was crazy. I said, I said Drake. Everybody say- so that's two votes for Drake.
3: So that's two votes for I, Drake. no. That's two God.
2: votes for Drake. It's... That's that. No, that's that's a Wayne vote with the Cash Money influence. Yes,
1: Drake,
3: I mean I'm Drake sorry, carried, Young Money Drake, influence.
1: Listen, Drake carried him. What? All right, now
2: Drake. Let's, let's... Matter of fact,
1: <laughs>
3: <Drake>. <laughs>
2: yo, yo, SP, who you got? SP done ghost on us. He did literally. He did. literally. All right, yeah. so we're just going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. There. He'll pop back in if he needs to. Luxury of this. Cool new app we're using. But anyway, I'm going to go with 50 Cent.
3: Mini, mini. And G-Unit. Okay.
2: The reason why, if you look back at it, remember last podcast, I was talking about the difference between streams and physical sales. Yeah. If you go back, technically, um, Get Rich That Trying was the second album. It wasn't the first, but we're going to just start Get Rich That Trying. Yeah. That went diamond, which is $10 plus sold. Everybody on G-Unit went platinum. There's no reason why Tony Ayo should have a platinum album. That's
3: true. (laughs)
2: Tony Ayo went platinum. And then I'm glad you brought up Wayne with the mixtape thing, because 50 Cent was one of the first people to actually start doing the remixes of the whole song. Back then, everybody was just rapping on everybody's beat, but it was more so, I'm going to rap on your beat, but I'm going to make it my own. Whereas with 50, 50 will legitimately... Take your song, take your hook, redo your hook, make remake the whole entire song, put a mixtape out of a whole oh, entire yeah. mixtape with that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'ma say that fifty Cent is Lil Wayne's father when it comes to that portion of it. I, I but I'ma say, I'ma say my best run, um as far as an individual, would go with 50 because first three albums was crazy as far as like sales wise and then just impact wise. 50 had a crazy impact on the game at that point. Um, it kind of, wasn't as crazy as Wayne being on everybody tracks, but he was on a lot of songs. Anything he touched, pretty much went platinum. You know, you had the, you got the game. That's a classic album to me. You got yeah, Lloyd Banks, them. Hunger for More. Yeah,
3: that's dope.
2: I wouldn't put that as classic, but that's a dope album. Right. And then once again, Yayo had no reason to go platinum, but he went platinum. And young. Yeah, Yeah Yo and Buck, everybody went platinum. Like everybody on G Unit went platinum on their first album on G Unit. So that's why I'm gonna say 50 and G Unit had the best run, even though it was short lived. But 50's imprint on that game kind of led to the Wayne being on every track, remaking, remaking every track. So I'm gonna go with 50 for my and G Unit for the label. Who you got, SP?
1: Very valid points there, Kyle.
2: I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> who you got uh, sp
0: man i gotta piggyback off a of, off a of cue with wayne man just bruh he dominated my playlist when and in a time in which we started where digital media was popping you got napster you got LimeWire. wire um, all of those different platforms to to download music on and catch viruses on your desktop. <laughs> um, Facts. I don't know what's wrong with the
2: computer, man. I don't know. are messed up. <laughs>
3: hey, I ain't saying nothing. My parents might listen to this. Hey.
2: <laughs> well, my
1: my grandma ain't listening, so I know I messed up about two or three at her house. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, all I'm, and I'm, all I'm gonna say is you better delete the history. Oh, what? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Hey, you ain't living right, boy. What's wrong with yeah. you? How about the unsavory? <laughs> better delete the history like Hillary's
3: email. Hey, chill.
2: <laughs> that's, about get, that's about to get us yeah, cut off wow. every uh, streaming platform, right? This. So now I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, so y'all going, we got two wing. we got a Drake, unfortunately, and we got 50. You
1: know, we, got, right, cool. we
2: got one and a half Wayne, one and a half Drake. Don't cheat me. Nah, man. Drake Drake is not. He's under the cash money umbrella. Matter of fact, SP, who's your label? What's the label that you think uh, had the best run?
0: That's tough. Um, it probably would have to be G-Unit, considering all that you said. You made a really compelling argument. I don't know. I'm like
2: everybody, everybody on G Unit went platinum. You can't say that about Young Money because Tiger that platinum. run was shorter <laughs> nah. than Young Money. It was stronger than Young Money's run. It changed the game. Like everybody wanted to be in G Unit. <laughs> like it, it changed the game. Like the impact hey, was did crazy. Did y'all
1: ever buy one of them G Unit beaters or beaters?
2: Nah, nah, man. I nah, won't built like that. Some with them, <laughs> I won't built like won't that. I
1: won't built like it either. But I had one
2: on. You just wear it your shoulder pads at practice. <laughs>
1: Hey, we had a few teammates hey. that did that. I can't,
2: I, ain't oh, I, ain't wanna, I don't I want to throw no names out there,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I can think of one right now. He wore a G unit beater every day, though. Summer conditioning at uh, Bag at the Crab. I remember that. Hold back. on, does That's it uh, this start his name? Uh, with rhymes with uh, start with a
3: G, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That it guy. was, it was another one, it, it was another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I ain't trying to put nobody out like that. But black, Fifty black was cool, shirt, so it was white cool. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yikes. Up one, up hey. two. The crazy thing about it, though, I was gonna say Rockefeller first, and then I realized like Fifty had that impact. Like if you look at Rockefeller, they weren't selling like that.
3: It was just like, you
2: had the yeah state property. You had Kanye. You had Beanie Siegel. You had Freeway separately. Yeah, Christian Young Neve separately. You had everybody separately, but will nobody putting numbers up. Nah. Like G Unit was. But they had a crazy run too. It was as a matter of fact, it was kind of yeah, around that same, same time it. because G Unit had that gangster they had like the gangster thing on lock. And then like Rockefeller had that flashy, like braggadocious style. On, like they had that on lock. So it was kind of crazy how they were both like going at the same time. But um definitely Broke good. From community. New York too. Yeah. Mostly. And then you got you got the uh state prop branch out of Philly. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's still like East Coast hip hop at the same time when it was changing, but good, compelling argument. So hey, hold uh, on,
3: is uh, is Young Money under Cash Money, or are they two separate entities completely?
2: It's under. It's Universal Cash Money, Young Money.
3: All right, so I'm that's that's why I'm going because if you want to say that about G Unit, then under Cash Money, you got Wayne, you got Nicki, and you got Drake.
2: So you gotta go. No, you said Young Money though. It's the same thing. Yeah, but. So that's
3: what I'm saying. The cat Young Money, yeah. Cash Money, the whole baby over all of that, basically.
2: But, I mean, yeah, I mean, if we if we want to go Big Brother and all that, we can't do that. That's too much. We go like Interscope versus Universal. No, I ain't going Interscope clearly. Oh, but so they clearly high. won that because no. they, they had M when M was actually yeah, high. No, no, I'm
3: not going that <laughs> high because because ca- Cash Money under Universal, and I'm not going yeah. that high. I'm going.
2: Well, technically, they're the distributor. They're not really under them, but I feel you though, but. Never I mean, yeah, I mean, never, I can't take nothing away from him, you know, even man. though I'm not a big Drake fan. But, hey, for the people who actually listen and think I hate Drake, I actually have so far gone on all my devices. It's a classic. After that, oh can't bang with him. I can't bang with him after that.
1: Goat man, goat man. Yeah, that's him. Ain't you.
2: Hey, chill. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. In my Spanish voice, he's talking about that Bron James. Hey, he talking <laughs> about that. Hey, and
3: on <laughs> and, the and, and Jacu, and cash money, so... Let me see all, all the right Drake I got on my,
2: on my playlist. Hey, chill, hold <laughs> on. Come back season. Hey, check me
3: out. Hey, you, Jacuzo, oh, I'm yeah, comeback
2: season two. Yeah, comeback season two. Hey, Trey yeah. Song saved his man life twice, man. He got him with the replacement girl, which kind of was like that poppy hit that kind of like, oh, this is the dude from Degrassi that can, oh, he can rap a little bit. And then everybody know what happened at the successful. So you got, if you gonna give anybody credit for Drake, try hey, to get hey, Trey Song some credit for that.
1: We, we know you on Trey Song's hey. team and all. We know you work for him. And- <laughs>
2: Hey, man, look, I'm just giving you the history, man. You got to know your history.
1: Hey, in case y'all weren't aware, Kyle and then Trey Songs are first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even related. <laughs> well, that's what you tell us, at least. But every time Kyle hit him up, Trey, right, Trey Songs responds. All
3: right, anyway. Am I
1: lying to you? But... Am I lying?
3: Nah, you telling the truth. All right. Anyway. All right, what were you going to say,
2: SP? Are <laughs> oh, you just checking this catalog right now? No, nah, yeah, I was checking for the hours? catalog.
0: Nah, nah, it ain't no scrolling nah. for hours.
3: Well, you searched I mean, the whole community. Phone, hey, since, hey, man, hey, <laughs> since, we, since we keep talking about Drake, hey, shout out to my boy Ben. I just gotta put him out there, put him a plug.
2: Ben, listen to the podcast. We shouted you out. So You ain't gonna, gonna find it. We ain't gonna tell you.
3: How about so? <laughs> we're gonna see if you listen now.
1: <laughs> hey, Q, I bet Ben made wait this weekend at the at the powerlifting competition.
3: He actually did. He did, but that's because yeah, he, 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 make... he moved up. He moved up a
2: he, preventative measures, he said. You yeah. know what? I'm a, I'm gonna go in big. Well, hey, I squat
3: 500 A-man. pounds. I squat at 500 pounds. I don't care what you say.
2: Oh yeah, uh, to the bro. listeners, Q has officially joined the 500 club pound. I mean, I said, I can't talk. 500 pound club with the squats. He's a strong dude.
3: Chill.
2: He benches over 300 now. He's just flexing. Uh, I already hit him with the bomb. Hit him with the bomb. Matter of fact, go Jesus ahead, man. Jesus Christ. drop one. one flex bombs for Q. <laughs> y'all
3: done?
2: No, nah, the bomb's still no, no, going. No, no. All right, there yeah. we go. All right.
3: All right. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> Shout you out like to y'all. right, off of that hip-hop topic, now we're going to get back to sports. What do you guys think about the lack of support in the African-American community? For baseball. Uh, mm. I
1: think we need more help. It's terrible at the moment. Um, I think mainly with baseball, as we all know, I played literally growing up. But as I got expensive. older, it just wasn't exciting. And yeah, it's
3: expensive. It's expensive, and that's 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 what it is for most part. Baseball damn near be like year round, but and it's like I said, it, it costs too much money. Most people, parents, ain't trying to play for them to do baseball, and then they playing football and they playing basketball, or they running track, or they. At some point, parents need they want to break. And meaning in our culture, we don't, for the most part, baseball ain't the number one priority. So that's not- Well, we- Go ahead. Here
1: you
3: go. Just
0: piggybacking piggybacking (laughs) off of what you just said, Q. I mean, when you talk about inner cities, uh, a lot of times African-Americans is tagged to that. Um, And when you look at athletics, particularly professional sports in inner cities, I would say- uh, NBA dominates mainly uh, with sprinkles, obviously, the NFL being the, I believe, me personally, the NFL is the most popular sport in America, professional. Um, then you have the NBA. I would say third is Major League Baseball. And to believe that it's only 7% as far as the demographics for the MLB, African-American players, 7%, when in let's say 1981, you had over 22% of the players in the All-Star game were African-American. Uh, numbers are staggering as far as just the decline in, in African-American participation in the game. And I think a lot of that points to, uh, like I said, inner city. Um, you brought up a good point as far as the cost. And when you're thinking about going to different games, cleats, uh, the different practices, and like you said, year-round. Um, I feel like I can kind of relate a little bit with that uh, in the wrestling aspect uh, because wrestling is very similar in that uh, in that cost department when you're talking about the participation.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. And I, I think on side of that, uh, facilities play a big part in that. I think we all can attest that growing up, you know, we all seen baseball fields at all the elementary, middle schools, high schools, but when you don't have anybody to keep the facilities up, you're not going to just go set up a baseball game in the middle of the street or you're not going to just go play in the middle you know, of a school lot.
3: I mean, that's hey, that's how everybody played growing up. Yep. Yeah. You find an <laughs> open
1: lot and just go at it. But kids don't even go outside the same
3: anymore. Yeah, that's also true. That, that probably, ain't nobody outside. That probably plays yeah, nobody a, outside. A, a big part in it too. Just kids are inside, like you said. On the phones, I mean, on the, the kids that are
0: outside are the ones that are in the inner cities, and there's nowhere to play baseball yeah, in the right, inner yeah. cities like that. Yeah, basketball courts um, everywhere. The, but the entertainment hopefully.
1: factor as well. Like, there's nothing. Baseball's it's not like boring. when we were growing up. It's, it too, slow. It, it, it's, it's too, too slow. It's too slow, slow. Game. And we, had, we were fortunate. Granted, I mean, I think that was the performance-enhanced era, but
4: we had yeah. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. I think that $99,000
1: mm-hmm. or whatever. them guys went crazy so we we watched a sports center at the time and we we was going to sleep but we get up and we see the home run race popping off. and then a year later you see barry bonds hitting 100 home runs or 72 home runs 74 finished with but we seeing home runs makes the difference because that's the only
3: entertaining thing in baseball
1: you ain't never watched the whole highlight
3: baseball i was listening to they were talking about uh barry the other day and they were saying baseball was on a decline going into the the, the late uh, right before the two thousand started, and that home run situation with him, McGuire, so, so all of them that revitalized baseball, like it, it put it back up there because it was people, exciting. Because like I say, baseball isn't.
0: Oh, I was about to say people made the argument. Watch. Go ahead, ask Oh no, I was just gonna say people made the argument that uh, as we speaking on them Barry Bonds. He should be in the Hall of Fame solely off of being part of that uh, group that revitalized the popularity of baseball for that time frame that it it, it became popular again. Facts. Yeah.
3: Are we talking about? Are, are we, we talking Barry? about Barry tomorrow?
2: We are I talking about Barry tomorrow. Barry. All right. All right, all right. On the
3: side. Yeah. Oh, about to go a little on
2: our on the side podcast. A little on the side. But quick plug. tune in
1: tomorrow. It'll be dropped on all our performance platforms.
2: <laughs>
3: Performance platforms. <laughs> like that, try
1: to make it a weightlifting thing. You feel
3: <laughs> me? Anyway, um, but like, hey, hey, hey SP. like,
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, I get dropped. I'm lagging. <laughs> <laughs> this man said, "Q, you want to weigh in on that one real quick?" That was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Roy made it funny.
3: It would be funny if, but, um, if me missing weight meant anything. It meant a lot. It, because did, you did. it mean weight. nothing. You do not want if you made weight. No, I wouldn't have won if I made weight.
1: Yes, you would have. No, I, I wouldn't have.
3: You, you clearly didn't I look good enough.
1: Who you
2: cares? You came in second or third. Who cares? Hey, a medal is a medal. Who
1: cares? Exactly.
2: But back to baseball, though. Um, My my take on baseball it's just kind of what everybody's saying. It's just, for one, as African-American – Most of us aren't coming up with the privilege of having the funds to be able to just go play baseball all year or when we want to play baseball. So you got the travel expenses, you got the equipment, you got all that stuff. Then on the back end, let's say you do make it. It's not that instant gratification like it is with the NFL and the NBA where you're going to get that check. You're going to be in a big stage. You got to go through the minor leagues. You got to go through everything just to get to the major leagues. And quite frankly, some of us aren't in that position where that grind is worth it you will rather if you're athletic and you're blessed enough, you're gonna take your talent somewhere else because is that grinding baseball really worth it? That two, three, you know, maybe four, five years grinding in the miners riding on those buses just to get that big payoff. Is it worth it? Yeah.
1: You we need some, some of us need to help now. yeah after the yeah. fourth year, so you're right.
2: Yeah. And it's like we some of us are coming up in that situation where we need that money right now. We can't wait five years. You know, five years is change our life in five years, you know? That's, hey, that's
3: the big, that's the big part. A lot of, a lot of cats going to the league, NFL, uh, NBA, they need that money. Their parents need that money. Their families need that money. And when I could just, I could go straight to the league, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old right then. And we making millions compared to going for baseball. And you got to, like you said, you going, if you're not that top tier guy going straight to the uh, MLB making that money, you got to come up through the different farm systems and you're not making millions and millions of dollars. So you Sometimes you're still trying to support yourself. Some cats might have other jobs outside of that. Like if they're in single A and maybe double A, I don't know how much money they make exactly. But to be able to support your family, the, the flash and what you see is the cats are playing football, especially basketball, because you can you can get your league. You'd be 19 years old. Yeah.
2: So Exactly. like. Yeah, go ahead. Baseball is... The, the thing with baseball is beautiful, the fact that there's no salary cap. But a lot of us can't afford that luxury of waiting to get to the point where we're going to get that big payoff, like to get those 200, 300 million dollar contracts. It's just like you got to think about it. Like when you think about the breakdown of it, it's more Spanish people or Latin people, to be correct, in baseball than there's African-Americans. For one, a lot of them are playing baseball their whole life. They're doing it for, literally from the dirt. So their expenses aren't like ours. We don't have any leagues where you can just show up. Out there, you know, they're playing with bare minimum. Out here, you got to have the best glove. You got to have the best cleats. You got to have, you know, the best bat and all those things. So a lot of them, like, once they get that chance to either come here legally or illegally, you know, you know, they got, you know, some scandals with Cubans and all that stuff like that. But however they can get over here, (laughs) not at all. But uh, I wasn't even talking about the Mexicans. I was talking about, like, the Cubans. Like, a lot of them get popped for being illegal. Like, they change their name. They change their their age just to get to Major League Baseball. But they're getting that payoff. But their grind is a little bit different than it would be for us. So yeah. I think it's just more so like a social economical thing, as SP as may say, um, as far as why baseball wouldn't be successful or well, not successful right now in the African-American community because it's just – there's so much going on with it to get to what we initially want to get. It, it's just the payoff's not there. Yeah.
1: One thing I do like about baseball, though, um, their draft process. You know, you can get drafted out of high school, but they give you the mm-hmm. option to accept your draft position or go back to college. And then after two years in college, you can get drafted again. You can either decide to come out and play, or you can finish your college degree. And at that time, you re-enter the draft. I think um, if you are a top couple top-round picks, the team that drafts you after the first, the first two years in college, they hold your rights. But then they can either keep your rights or they can relinquish them and let you re-enter the draft. But they actually take players'
2: options. Yeah, they do that a lot with the NFL quarterbacks who that play baseball. They kind of just, for fun, keep their rights. Just kind of keep them just like mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Um, he's technically a Yankee. You know, go yeah. to spring training mm-hmm. and all those things like that. So they, they kind of do that just for fun. But that is a good thing about it. You you have the freedom to decide what you want to do. Kind of like Kyler Murray. Um, he's playing yeah. both sides of the fence. Like, what I want to do right now? he committed to him to the um, – NFL, but at the same time, he still had that four mil and negotiating negotiating for more right now, just sitting there waiting for him.
1: Has there been any, been any update on him yet? About as far as did he to take the money or did he say he's just gonna focus on football?
2: Uh, I haven't seen anything, but I saw him uh throwing passes to uh Antonio Brown, so if that says anything.
1: Hey, can we can we speak on that real quick? I know I know that's kind of off script, but, bro, Antonio
2: Brown gotta grow up, dog. Hold on, are we talking about football or are we talking about that, that blonde mustache and the goat rings? <laughs> what are we talking about? That, that's exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. The
1: blonde mustache and the you're goat not rings. Going like, to. I, I think AB's a great player. He's a, a top five receiver in today's game. But the goat ring, bro?
2: Yeah, that's something like, that you don't do, you, man. You're
1: not in that category. You, Yeah, like Chad Johnson, he, he wore the Hall of Fame jacket, but he ain't say the goat. He still had respect for the game and, itself. And here's the thing.
2: You, he wore the jacket, but it had HOF question mark. So it won't even like, oh, I'm in, a, I'm in a Hall of Famer. It's like, am I a Hall of Famer? So even with that, yeah, it left AD, it for interpretation.
1: Exactly. Like, and he should get in. Chad should make the Hall of Fame at some point. Um, what he did for the game was great. All his numbers aren't the craziest, but he still did some great things for the game. But A.B., man, like, I just, I had to talk about it just because y'all know how I feel about wide receivers, man. Divas. They always, they just be doing the most. Uh, <laughs>
2: him and Odell like, be like, yes. He, they be seeing each other. Uh, stats and be like, yeah. yes. Yes. Like, yes, King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Get> out,
2: bro. <laughs> hey, man, they best friends, apparently. I wonder how Landry feel about that. Man. But uh,
1: Where y'all think AB going to end up? Because I don't think Pittsburgh keeping him.
2: I don't know. They're talking about – I mean, he's trying to force his way to San Francisco right now, really. But I don't know. He's going to be playing next year, though. So, oh, if you gonna, want to piggyback back on that, where do you think Le'Veon going to be next year? I think Le'Veon going to the Colts, man. It makes sense. Make perfect and sense. I, and I say
1: that just because they got – that O-line is great. And you put him – what's buddy name? They got? Uh, okay, I forgot his name. He got a twist and Twix. I do Dang, dang. I can't think of his name, but yeah, Matt. But you put him and Le'Veon together, and Le'Veon essentially is another receiver Marla too. If Andrew Dude. Luck stay healthy, which is an <laughs> if, um, that that could be a that could be a big a big weapon.
2: I mean, even if Andrew Luck not healthy, if you get a a reasonable backup quarterback, you know you can you can make it with some weapons.
1: They got one. I think Brissette can play. I mean, um, what he what he showed me in New England in four games that Tom Brady was out on top of. The preseason and a couple times he played for Andrew Luck. If you protect him and don't expect him to throw for six hundred yards, he can he can win you. That's
2: the thing, you gotta protect him. The line line got got a lot lot better though.
1: Yeah, they spent their money on they spent their draft picks wisely.
2: One of those they didn't really mean to redo.
1: It's cool. I know we I know we tried not to talk about the league, bro, but it's I mean
2: Hey, whatever happens, happens. that I makes mean, sense. It's the Damn lead.
1: <laughs> Office script. It's the lead, dog. You gotta give them their time sometimes. You feel hey, me?
2: Hey, whatever comes up, man. It's not like we're getting paid to do this, right? <laughs> ain't nobody feeding man, us. if you want to pay t- us to do it, <laughs> we definitely would take any offers. Let us keep counseling the clutch. <laughs> hey, anybody out here trying to take us, we keeping our creative control, yo. We're not budging. We're yeah. not budging.
1: And we're not signing over our publishing.
2: Nope. You ain't gonna bird man us. <laughs>
1: No, nah. <laughs> At all you, you gonna run this show our way
2: Alright so Sorry for the threatening messages But seriously though If anybody trying to pick us up Let us know But we, we are serious about that creative control though We'll take some info But you know This side thing Anybody who out there listening 100% But So Anybody <laughs> Enough with the pandemic drop a
1: bomb on these lovers.
2: Matter of fact Since we can do it Might as well There you go All right, so we're about to close it up real quick. Um, So once again, you know, we've really been abandoning hip-hop overall besides, like, the Soulja Boy thing. So just want to kind of play a little game real quick, kind of more so for our fans who actually are, like, hip-hop heads who like lyrics other than just trap music, you know what I'm saying? Um, So I got five songs I'm going to get you guys, um, and, you know, we're just going to see who had the best verse. And, you know, if y'all feel like, you know, somebody else had a better verse and we didn't say it, definitely comment on the page and let us know who you think had the best verse on the song. All right, so we're going to start off first with uh, I think it's one of the m- more modern classic songs. We're going to start off with Monster by Kanye West. Who y'all think had the best verse? Uh,
1: Kanye. I, I think he did at least. When I listened to it a couple times after we talked about it, and I, I'm not even a Kanye fan, but he killed that junk. That that verse was fire. I like Ross verse too, but
2: I'm biased just because Ross like my older uncle that I don't know. <laughs> Yo, Ross though. But, uh, crazy thing about it, like you put Ross on any song, he always eligible for the best verse, and it ain't even because of what he say. It's just how he say it. It be
1: delivery. All yeah, his delivery way. is crazy.
2: Like Ross on any uh, song, he
1: got
2: he, yeah. yeah it's like you put
1: he on that mafia flow so you just you mob it with it's it's a few artists like, that he went in no matter that what you put
2: them on it's going to sound like they killed that jump and i'm not being biased when i say this but i feel like push is another artist like that you can just put them on any track but mostly like if you put them on a slow beat it don't matter what he talking about it's gonna sound like he killed the verse like drug dealers anonymous push come it. on him and jay we're kind of neck and neck on that push a better chill for cole in his career all right, now let's go ahead. Don't put me in that bind, man. I'm already hurt right now with Le- I'm al- I'm already hurt with LeBron going to the Lakers, man. I can't have another type of internal fight with myself. <laughs> but uh yo, Q, uh who you think had the best verse on that, right?
3: I I got to go, with Ross. I can't I can't say Kanye just because you get on my nerves. Come on, man. We got to <laughs> take We got to <laughs> You got to oh, take man. the bias out of No. I I don't I don't have to take the bias out of I don't like anything post 2010 Nikki so I'm definitely not saying her and, and J Verse was
2: J Verse was J Verse. Alright, SP who you got. Whew, okay. Alright, so I'm the I'm the I'm the one uh I'm the one kinda in the minority. I think Nikki had the Rose, best track. Man. I mean best the best the best verse. Yo, Nikki killed that. Oh, whoa, 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 what what what? Nikki killed that verse man. What what? Nikki killed that verse. What? Yeah. What? Nikki, you, you you want you wanna know how I know she killed that verse? I don't even bang with Nikki. But the fact that Kanye West even mentioned, like, yo, if I was a hater, I would have took her off the song. The fact that he said he would if he was hating, he would have took her off that song, that says a lot. I mean,
3: Kanye said a lot of things in life. So To me, Nikki had the Kanye best verse. Make America great again. So yeah, we can't believe everything Kanye say, but <laughs> hey, you you're, yeah. t- you're entitled to your opinion. Am, so, am, so I'm so going I'm a rock with Nikki. Hey,
1: mental mental is a real thing in the black community. By the way, y'all check
2: oh, on y'all oh, oh, cousins, hey. brothers, others. Tell them, "Go, time to go to the, to the doctor I mean, with mental health in black in the black community, you know how we treat that. Oh, he's just crazy. That that's that's how we do it, man. But yeah, it's it's my crazy cousin. Yeah, but it's it's getting serious nowadays. But if insurance covers it, we definitely need my to take care of that. But um. Yeah, Moving on to the next song. Um, I, the, I put on a remix. Who y'all think had the best verse on that? Facts. And if y'all don't know, like the listeners, if y'all don't know who's on it, that's the one with Ludacris, Jeezy, Kanye, uh, Ross, and Wayne. So I'll pop it off again. That's P. Got Kanye. Yeah, Who I'm you got, cool. Q?
1: That
2: is Kanye. Even though
3: I, I did just bash Kanye. <laughs> I'm going to say Wayne because. <laughs> you got that, to stick to your point. And I'm a- I'm gonna stick to what I said, but Kanye he he did go off on that. But I'm going with Wayne because it's tune. Come on up. You got Roy.
1: Ah, this is a tough one. Um I'm I'm gonna start by saying Ross, but it gotta be Jeezy. Jeezy,
3: yeah, Jeezy was tough up there too, though.
1: Bro, when the beat dropping jeezy come on, I'm ready to play a game. Like <laughs> halfway through that burst, I'm ready to hit something. It's that it's that like, energy. That, yeah. yeah, and if you if you got any type of subwoofer in the whip, oh the car shaking, the
3: car
2: shaking, yeah, you're thing, going thing you going,
1: you you going through something, you might get a ticket.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> now uh, I'm gonna go with Kanye. I feel like that's one of Kanye's best verses, like in general, that he ever spit. That 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 verse is dope to me. All right, so uh, next one we're gonna go Control. That's uh, Big Sean featuring Kendrick Lamar and J. Electronica. Who y'all think had the best best verse there?
3: <sighs> mm. uh, I hate say... Jay
1: Electronica name <laughs> I just I just hate his name But I, I'm gonna probably say Big Sean
3: Okay I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna probably go with Big Sean
2: Okay SP who you got uh,
3: I can't say Kendrick I just
2: Electronica Alright I'm gonna go with Y'all know I, I don't really like this guy I'm go Kendrick the reason it's like why...
3: the grain for everything. No, the it, reason... That's,
1: that's he be no, here's the
2: thing. The reason why this track, if y'all notice, like, after this, niggas won't doing songs together no more. This song is the single reason why niggas don't do, like, three plus more songs, because he went at everybody, and that, that had everybody tight at that point, but just as far as, like, the verse overall, I, I do bang with the verse. Um, I'm not really a Kendrick fan at all, but I think he had the best verse on that. Yeah, I mean, you know. Alright So we're gonna, we got a curveball real quick Um, As Roy said I like to uh shout out my cousin Every time I can So we're going to go with the Invented Sex Remix Uh That's Trey Songz, Usher, and Carrie Houston. who you think had the best verse?
1: Miss Carrie, baby I'm with you oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm with you <laughs> I'm yeah, really gonna be the one. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you Carrie Wilson could just look at me And I'm going to say she got the best verse Y'all see her Instagram? I'm trying to figure out who Carrie Wilson <laughs> is
2: though.
1: I met Carrie Hilson. I'm sorry. I started by, I just got caught up. Listen, y'all go follow Carrie Wilson on Instagram. I definitely will. Girl, she might be the finest woman I ever seen in my life.
2: Dang, what happened to your uh to your girl? What's her name? Uh it's not Man, she she chopped off. She grew all, it
1: right? back you know, though.
2: She grew it <laughs> back. Yeah, she grew it <laughs>
1: back. But what what she chopped it the first time, I uh, looking just the, as bad. The, uh,
2: Looking just as good. She was pretty.
1: Hey, she was beautiful with it chopped off, but I ain't trying to rub no bald head, so I ain't
2: Hey, look, I ain't, I When it, it gets to the natural frizzy curly part, like by I to do the man, I love that.
1: Yeah, I could do the natural oh, curl, Man, boy. she she shaved that thing to the to the to the, the scalp. Oh, she ah. she had a
2: smooth light season with no with no lineup.
1: No lineup. That would be killing me the lineup part, bro.
2: Hey, she couldn't she couldn't sacrifice the lineup because it would have grew up uneven. G I Jane.
1: It just be I I but ladies is is nothing against shortcuts we love short hair, but if you in a relationship because when Sanae posted on Instagram and she shaved her head we hadn't talked in a few weeks, so when I finally <laughs> see her shave her head I was sick, like I was really right. I had to I had to play the drink at that point.
2: <laughs> so remember we talked about mental health in the black community, Uh you know, <laughs> it's a prime example. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, Please, we ain't talking
2: bro. a few weeks. you ain't talking years. To me, ever. Do you mean? ever. <laughs> oh, so, y'all just gonna hate on our
1: relationship?
2: Yes, I am. I'm gonna hate.
1: But y'all seen me and her on it. It is.
2: Y'all, it is.
1: y'all seen us on Instagram. Bro. I mean, even
2: if that is your girl,
1: yeah, a
3: few
2: weeks is. is a long
3: time. Y'all photography need
2: to be fired, though.
3: Boy, if you don't get that guy, done. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, who you got, SP and Q? Hey, who y'all I'm got? Hate, bro. Who y'all got on uh, this verse on say, that
3: song? I'm gonna say Trigger just because it's his song.
2: Where, where, who
0: you got SP? I got Usher. Even though he, if you, if you look at the bars, if you read it, he, he didn't really deliver it. He was, he was as, trying to more so, so flow with the original, was,
2: like, flow bro, of the song. He put it down see. on that. I see what you mean. All right. And, uh, last song here, we're going to go with... A lot of people probably yeah. don't know this song. A lot of people not really that deep into hip-hop, but it's a song called Murdergram. Um, it's on the streets. is watching documentary. Um, it's on the soundtrack, too. It's featuring Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule. Who y'all got? I
1: ain't going to lie to you. I had never heard this song, and um, I looked it up and listened, but I like Ja Rule verse personally.
3: Word, word. I ain't going uh, to hold you. I ain't never heard this song up until this point. And I still have never heard this song before. He didn't
2: do his homework.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one song I didn't listen to because I was I don't know. So yeah. Five minutes later. Hey hey hey! He ain't had yeah. he ain't had to come like that. This <laughs> ain't like come out of nowhere. Hey, a raw spit. What's name? A uh, jobbers J- was alright too. I said that. I told
2: you. Yo, yeah. J- J- could spit, man. Yeah, like, Fifty it. just came our image of job. Alright, we I got, got DMX.
0: It. Just because. Thank you. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Where the first
0: two bro, lines. I was about to say that. <laughs> that whole first, like, four bars was was what he was saying matched his, you know what I'm saying, matched DMX. You know what I'm saying? And what he was saying, I don't know. The way he depicted it, it sounded exactly like some DMX. I do he, he took the cake on that. All dude. I'm
2: saying, Q, if you hasn't listened to this song, man, if you didn't listen to this song, the first three four lines of DMX is like, "Yo, what is he on?"
3: I'm, I'm literally <laughs> in the process of listening to the song right now.
2: All right, so yeah, it's, it's ruthless. But uh, as far as for that, what, we're gonna wait on your opinion. <laughs> Cause
3: I no y'all do y'all thing.
2: Like, I heard the first couple of
0: lines and I'm Where? like, oh, I'm like, oh. And then when he kept on no, this then when is where he you kept going. it going, I was like, oh yeah, you that is what you are. You doing all that
2: <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why I picked this song, because there's a lot of songs, like when I was talking to y'all about it. It's not too many songs out now or just recently where somebody had well it wasn't like a definitive best verse. Like anything Wayne was on back in the day was like, all right, Wayne had the best verse. Whereas back in the day, it's like everybody was kind of going neck and neck. Like you. It was really like some okay, who really had the best bars? Now it's just kind of like everybody just emailed everything into each other, and um, Wayne just get the best verse. Well, not now, but you know, back in that run. Dear ladies, we wholeheartedly apologize for speaking on your behalf last week. We understand that each woman is an individual and should speak for herself. Oh no, you thought it was going out like that? Y'all gonna have to prove us wrong on this one. We ran off at the mouth last week, but this week we got against to prove us wrong. Let us know what's going on. All right, so we got our guest here today. We got Kayla in the house. Hey. So, so Kayla, I got a quick question for you. Did you watch last week?
4: Um, (laughs) Oh. No. Sounds like (laughs) a nah. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely didn't pay attention. So,
2: you just. So, you just assumed that we were in Istanbul. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so just to just to help you out here, we came to a conclusion that women basically want a dude who's not considered a cornball and want some type of edge in their man. Is that correct to you? No. All right, so tell us what we're wrong. What
4: it, like for me, what is the definition of a cornball?
2: Are you familiar with Russell Wilson? Yes.
4: Hey, chill out,
2: bro. It's he a cornball that? to you? Yeah. No, he's
4: not. You okay. is a cornball.
2: Okay, I can see where you're going with that. So. Explain to the audience why do you think Russell Wilson is not a cornball from the woman's perspective?
4: Just how he handles or even deals with Sierra. One, you can just look at their pictures, the videos, whatever. How he looks at her. Everything about it. You can just tell that he's just in love with her. Even though I don't know their life, I don't know their business or whatever, but from the outside looking in, that's what it looks like to me. Future sounds like somebody's bitter baby mama. Like, you constantly talking about her. He was just recently talking about him. Like, Oh, he she, um, he. What she, he doesn't, oh she doesn't respect him. He does whatever she tells him to do. What is wrong with that? If they marry, she should be doing what he what he tell her to do, or whatever, and vice versa. Like, wh- what is the issue with that? But then in the same, I think it was in the same interview, he was sitting up talking about how he wants to be, he wants to settle down, but he can't settle down with none of his baby mamas. Like the nerves. You got like how many baby mamas? Like twelve. I, I I give him six or something like that. But you have the nerve to still be talking about her and what she got going on with her new husband or whatever when you didn't want to marry her. And the fact that this man seems like he's fine. He ain't abusing your child. He treating him the way he should be treated. Like he's not a stepchild or whatever. And you just give them a hard time. I, I think he's corny.
2: Well, I do agree on that point. But what would you consider corny in a guy outside of the future reference?
4: Hold I on, feel on, like somebody...
3: Gonna say yeah, I'm say, I'm gonna say, I got <laughs> I <gotta>, I <laughs>
1: something to say, too. Go ahead, go ahead. How you going to say future? I mean, he tripping with some of the media stuff. But he got a right to know, like, if it's true that Sierra took his son to see Russell before he knew about it, I think that's something that should be talked about if you co-parenting. You can't just have somebody random. It's different. It ain't like they just regular kids. It's a star couple, a star marriage. So something like that going to truly impact a kid's life if it's out in the media constantly.
4: True. I agree, but at the same time, think about who we who we talk about. Like future, how many baby mamas he got? Did he cheat on Sierra when he when they broke up? Like before they broke up? Like so no, when you decided cheat. to right act the fool. Cheat, so he
1: didn't
4: cheat. Shut up. When he decided to act <laughs> the fool, I feel like all, I feel I, I, I tell my significant other all the time, there are no rules to disrespect. I feel like he if he disrespected her, what is the issue with her moving on with her life? Like me personally if I was in that situation, yes, I feel like if me and my husband for whatever, we divorced or whatever, I'm not married, but we divorced or whatever, we didn't have kids, then he decides to move on. I want to meet that woman. Like, I want to know who's around my child. And same thing for whatever man I decide to be with. I would feel like all of us need to be able to, you know, meet and talk to each other, or whatever. I agree with that. But at the same time, it's just like, think about who he is. Like, you have multiple baby mamas, like... And you see nothing wrong with that. You have, don't he got two women pregnant right now?
2: I have no idea. I don't follow the future. How about don't We got a fact check. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if he did, though.
4: He, because he just was like, he just said something about Wendy Williams because she was like, oh, he probably has another baby mama on one of her shows. And he was like, I got more money than Wendy Williams or whatever. She was like, nah. But he has Joey, um, who is ba- um, Bow Wow's baby mama. He got her pregnant, and it's another girl too. After this morning. Like, I, I don't know for sure, but I could have seen it was two girls pregnant right now by him. But I'm just like, you have no legs to stand on. Don't don't tell me how I need to be raising my child when you, you know. I mean, I, it's their child, yes. I do agree that at some point they should have all linked up, but I did hear him mention in that same interview. Like, oh, once she decided to do that, that was it. You know, I don't want to meet him now. Well, if you don't want to meet him, stop talking about it.
3: He heard I'm a I'ma I'm a, I'm a chime yeah, in real quick. From the beginning what were we was talking about to what you talking about, I think we all agree as far as future being I don't know what we can basically call him a cornball for the situation how he handle for how he handled the situation. But for the question that we were asking you, not as far as what future is a cornball as in what he does as far as like how he acts, how he carries himself. We're asking you what do you consider a cornball and a guy in general?
4: I feel like a cornball is somebody who is pretending to be somebody that he's not. Like, if you are naturally a, a geek or a nerd or, like, I don't know, whatever, like, just be that. Don't try to fake it and try to be somebody else for me. Like, be yourself. Because nine times out of ten, if that's who you are, I peeped that from the beginning, and that's what, that's what you know, what I was attracted to. So just I, I feel like anybody who's trying to be Somebody other than what, what they are, like just be yourself. That's corny to me. Like, I don't know, but okay. I, maybe I'm weird. I don't know because I, I like corny personally. I don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm slightly oh corny. God. I
1: definitely yes, I mean, like somebody that's corny. Did a nigga be really corny and they'd be like, uh, well. I don't know.
4: He, it he depends don't on what you're calling or... corny, though. Like That's
2: what we're asking you for, though. we asking yeah. you, what, what I... do you personally consider corny? Because for us, our argument was, as far as males, right? As far as men, we consider Russell Wilson corny because the way he carries himself. Like, he's no. like a... No not, like a fine. No, no, not as far as his relationship. We're talking about as it's far swagger, as, like... Cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, being... Like, like him as a person. Yeah, he's probably cool people
4: he's fine i don't care like he, <laughs> Russell williams is fine he can get these panties so
2: Russell I, williams I, though
4: really, I don't know, uh,
2: Russell williams is yes, though i don't know <laughs> well, i don't know who <laughs> williams is but
4: wilson yes he is fine and i I don't, I don't know about all the other stuff like i don't i don't pay attention I, mean, I guess some people say stuff is corny as far as people dressing or whatever you can change that i've dated somebody who couldn't dress like I bought him clothes. Who cares? Like, I, I have friends who complain about stuff like that now. Like, oh, he's corny. I don't like how, what he wears. His shoes is ugly. Buy him some. Like,
1: mm,
4: I don't care. Like,
1: hey, you better. If,
4: you, if you like that person, then sure. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if you like that, if you genuinely, genuinely like that person or love that person or whatever, invest in them, whether it's their clothes or whatever. Like, I've dated somebody who couldn't dress, and that's what I did. I bought him clothes, I bought him shoes. Like, so, he's not out. with me looking crazy.
3: Shout out to the chicks that, that got that mindset. I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking I'm <laughs> <holding> for <laughs> no,
4: I know somebody who the bought, bought they man something and he just refute like a fly ass. So, I'm not going to say what it was because I don't want to put their dishes out there. But what, They're probably something.
2: not going to listen anyway. That's cool.
4: But still, <laughs> no, they might. Uh, bought Uh-oh. something and this fool was like, oh, I don't know. what He would never wear it. And it looked way better than anything he had. And um, she ended up, taking it back and getting her money back like four months later. And he was like, oh, I still don't know where it's at. And the whole time she had to take it back. Like, no,
2: it's not. Oh, some guys, I guess, just yeah. don't, I don't know. All right, so I guess know. we got a difference of opinion on the definition of Corny. Because when we were looking at him, it was more so, and we don't mean to pick on him or anything, but it's more so, it came up kind of on the spur. We was talking about that picture of uh, the video of him pushing Sierra in the cart. And we was like, yo, Russ, nah, before he was with Sierra, nah. But, I mean, at the end I of the day, I mean, it wasn't nothing wrong with the video. It was just like girls on Twitter talking about how they wish they had a man to push them in the cart. It was really one of those type of things.
3: Really yeah. things. Yeah. Him, Russ, has, Russ in a relationship with Sierra, fine, that's cool. He's you know, way everything? different than his last, yeah. than his
2: last girl, his last everything,
3: girl, man. Whew. Everything that he's doing with Sierra is, is though, right?
2: yeah,
3: oh, yeah, that's true. All man, right. yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna say, uh, yeah,
1: okay. <laughs>
2: all right let's just put it out there she was white but um oh. <laughs> she's like, yeah oh, but you. but at, at, at the same time so if we want to talk about like corny or not as far as a woman you know we're all the same age pretty much me and you actually are the same age same birthday shout out to you for that um,
3: <laughs>
2: but as far as for that though what do you like as far as in your in our age range what do you notice that your friends are more so looking for in men and yourself like what do y'all look for <laughs>
4: Uh, (laughs) 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 for me personally I'm looking for what I look for was um I don't know somebody who a leader a cultivator like somebody I can trust I mean it's not really as far as I'm not gonna say looks because looks they matter but just really somebody who a man, like to me, like you you're doing what you're supposed to do, you making sure I'm good, you're making sure we good just I don't know like I just want somebody that from different from when I was younger and now yeah. I'm looking for more of a future, so I want somebody I can trust I can actually trust you to lead I can trust you to make certain decisions, but I'm just like, you know what he got us like I don't have to I don't have to question that because me i have <laughs> one of my mouth is bad and I'm working on that but um <laughs> and, I, and I'm used to doing a lot of things on my own so it's like I would step on certain like you know a man's feet like I'm not allowing them to be a man so I yeah. just want somebody who is able to be a man I can actually trust you to be a man I can okay. get information like knowledge from you like you can mold me like teach me some things I could teach you some things like I don't know if so somebody's just like comfortable Look, she need to share it. <laughs> but, but yeah, just I don't know. Somebody that's com- like you comfortable. You you know who you are, and you one ain't playing games. Like I ain't got time for no games. I, I ain't have, look. That's who I was I, I gonna get to. <laughs> who, who, who Who knows me personally? But people will say. Some people have said this before, Caleb, You've had a few boyfriends. Yes. I have, that is because I don't deal with bullshit. If you show me that you are, I, I, I don't care about the whole social media thing, posting whoever, I'm cool with whatever, whoever I'm dealing with, I'll post you, whatever. I don't matter. That don't matter to me. But once you show me that, you know, this shit is not going nowhere again, I will replace your ass. Like I am all for replacing a nigga. You don't want to get your act together. Somebody else will. Like it's too many people in this world for me to spend time begging one man to get it together. So
3: I can imagine right now if any females will listen to, well when they're listening to this they're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. As queen, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs>
2: yes queen speak queen can, speak a peace queen
4: they say that but they do not believe it like I have so many friends who I tell them I'm like girl like do you know how many men it is out here like it's entirely too many for you to be stressing crying begging anybody to get it together and that goes for men too like if your girl don't want to act like replace her it's just plenty well you <laughs> in,
2: you, you in atlanta so you can't really you ain't got that many pickings. <laughs> you know? people,
4: say that. people say that everybody has this thing about atlanta but people say that but what i will say is i feel like in other cities and other states and stuff. Being, oh, if you're referring to being gay, a lot of gay guys are what they say on the down low or whatever in other places because it's not as accepted as it is down here. You can walk down the street and see plenty of gay guys dressed in drag, dressed in whatever, and they will not approach like a straight guy. You know what I'm saying? They're not like disrespectful or anything. So it's, I feel like it's more accepted down here. I, Me personally, I haven't ran into a, a dated a guy that was on the down low that I would know of. You know what I'm saying? I never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I I don't know I I don't have any issues I will say I guess this is another topic for whatever but I tell people all the time they always say that about Atlanta always oh, gay guys down here what I will say is it is a it, it's a different type of tricking off down here let's just say that like I've <laughs> I've dated guys in Virginia and they all like oh I'm not spending this I'm not doing that guys in Atlanta I have got had guys come up buy tell me I'm beautiful buy me a drink have conversation with me buy the drink and walk off. Don't ask me for my phone number. Don't ask me to see them late like nothing. Like, said I'll catch I'll catch you later or I'll you know, I'll see you next time or whatever. No, nothing. Just walk off like, oh have a great night. I'm like, damn, did my breath stink? Like what? <laughs> like But it it's, it's like never,
1: right,
4: so. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's not it's not uncommon for guys to do that. I, I we was out before me and my friend Chinese. And dude, shout out to Chinese. Yeah, so nice. uh, <laughs> dude paid for my food, and my food was like, it wasn't crazy, it was like $60. But he paid for it, gave his crazy. lady You're a okay. tip. See,
1: look,
4: <laughs> oh, god paid for it, that gave a tip. It was like, oh, what's your IG? We exchanged IGs because he like DJs and stuff, and I never heard from him again. Like,
1: you don't think that's creepy? A guy asked you for
2: your what? IG after you paid for your food?
3: No, not in this damn like, DJ yeah. yeah, that's like, like that's you'd like, get than a number. Yeah, that's like exchanging numbers pretty much.
4: But no, because I literally never heard from him again, ever. Yeah.
2: Oh, he watched you. We <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. were sitting there waiting. Oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> <But, waiting. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, something like that happened one time. When we was out. Um, I don't want to put any names out or any people, but y'all remember the time we was at Buffalo Wild Wings and the waitress was uh trying to get IGs.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah I, know I don't exactly think SP world.
2: SP, won, SP nah. won't hear that day. But nah. yeah, that's funny because she'd rather get the IG than the number. But um she got a man, that's why. Probably <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but she definitely was like, Can I get your IG? But he gave it to her. But anyway, um as far as so that it's funny it's funny uh, that you talked about the stuff. um the uh what'd you say? I guess you've got to meet yourself. But, uh, but you you was talking about the uh, the gay guys in Atlanta. The funny thing about it, I had a teammate uh, that was from there. And he was like, and he go to certain malls, like, those dudes be so out there. Lennox. And like you said, they won't even, I guess it's Lennox. <laughs> yes. But dude, dudes are so out there, either you're going to not get bothered or you're going to have a dude so aggressive, you're going to be scared. Like, you, he you was like. What? The dudes be aggressive
4: when these guys, dudes who are visiting. Like, when they come in for pride. It be crazy. They be in the streets. Like it'd be crazy. People who are visiting, but the ones who actually live here, I've never witnessed that or ever heard any like straight guy. Like, oh, this gay guy was like all up on me. I had to punch him in the shit or like whatever. Like, I've never heard that down here ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I, I don't know.
2: Well, so so you're saying. So what you're saying is for the ladies out there in Atlanta who may or may not listen, that the things uh, aren't that slim as we think everywhere else.
4: No. I, all the time like they're like oh it's not that many guys to choose from even when they're not even talking about as far as the gay stuff they're talking about how many women it is down here to me the thing is there are a lot of women down here who have their shit together so what i have to offer a million other females in atlanta have that same thing to offer if not more like it's like it's not like you know i'm i'm like (laughs) I don't know, like I'm popping or some shit. Like, no, nah, it's uh, plenty of other women who have their shit together and doing what they're supposed to do and have what I have, if not more. Like, it's not uncommon to to meet like successful black women down here. That is a know. fact. Yeah, it's like you know, you <laughs> every female you meet down here isn't going to be like some bum guy. Not not nothing against roommates, but you know, like maybe ten people in an apartment, or still even if you live with your parents, there's nothing wrong with that either, but you're gonna find a lot of women who own their own stuff, own businesses, doctors, lawyers, drive nice cars. Like, not uncommon down here. So, I feel like so that's the thing. Like, IG guys have here. a huge selection.
1: Hmm. They not all on IG just doing hair, huh? Yeah, no, no. I mean, there's plenty of those too. But it's a lot of women who have things together down here.
4: No. Nah. Yo, you, hey, Roy.
3: So, hey,
2: Roy. Like, you, you you looking at a different you looking at a different Atlanta IG man?
4: Probably, probably. A lot of them are bottle girls and stuff like that too. But no, it's a lot of just successful women down here. Whatever your definition of successful is, but yeah.
3: Right, cool, cool. So, uh anybody got any other questions for Kayla? Nah. nah, she pretty much wrapped that whole Russell Wilson future thing up.
2: Yay! <laughs> Future's <laughs> the cornball, <laughs> not Russell Wilson.
4: Yeah. Yes, future. I, like he's, say, still, I, he's,
2: still, he's, still, he's still kind of corny, though. Yeah, Russell
4: Wilson. Oh, God. <laughs>
3: oh, no. Well, I'm
4: trying to be Mrs. Cornball, then. <laughs> no, I don't I got, care.
3: I, I do got a question for you. So, mm-hmm. you, you were explaining cornballs for guys. What do you consider, like, I guess, a female version of a cornball? <laughs> I don't it, know. That, I feel
4: like I could be a little bit harder on females than I am on men. But yeah, that's why I, why I asked. Yeah, I, I just feel like... <laughs> I don't like females one who are asking for things of men that they can't do themselves. Preach! Like mm. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> for real. Like I like nice things or whatever, but I can also buy my own night. Like I can buy my own shit. So if I'm expecting, like, for, I heard somebody mention this before about dinners and stuff. A guy that was arguing on Facebook was like, "Oh, I'm, if I'm spending a uh, hundred dollars on a dinner, then she better be giving me some ass." I'm just like. <laughs> First, one you're entitled. Two, what's like? What is? What is a hundred dollars? Um, and three, like, wh- why do you think that? I, I, it's just so many questions. Like, why do you think that that's okay to even say that out your mouth? I I don't know. For me personally, I've I've been to dinners that we spent five hundred dollars on a dinner. sheesh, Well, goddamn. Yeah.
2: That's an anniversary <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But we were, it wasn't okay. even an anniversary. It was literally a date. And it was in Miami. It's a restaurant called Barton G. It's amazing Out if y'all should go.
2: Hey, we don't get our free yeah. plugs here. Ain't nobody paying us. Yeah.
4: Well, it's amazing. And, but to tell you, I went there with this guy and our tab was $500, if not a little bit more. And But the first time that I went, I took myself and my tab was 200 So I'm not expecting anything from a man that I can't provide for myself.
3: Strong and I, independent I think that's black woman. What? Hey, what did what did what did, what did, they, what did they serve there? That's five hundred dollars worth.
4: Well, it's like super extravagant. So yeah, it's like super extravagant. So like, I ordered the steak when I was eating these. but I had the steak and it comes out with these huge, this huge fork and knife that's probably like maybe three, four feet tall, and it like sits across on the table. Yeah. Everything is extravagant over the top, but on top of that the food is amazing. Like it's not just extravagant and just looks pretty. It's the food is really, really good too. So So, so she paid four hundred dollars
1: uh, yeah. for a big ass fork and knife with a fork. That you can get from your grandma. <laughs> she,
4: she yeah. nah. the, you get it off the <laughs> wall. Like, grandma
1: got that. On the wall. No, but like, or
4: like the popcorn shrimp, which it was the appetizer, it actually comes out in a whole popcorn machine. Like and oh, they extra. They extra. Very extra, so but it's really, really, foot really foot.
1: good. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna tell you right if she, now. If she too good for the two for twenty at Applebee's, you don't
3: need it. A little four, 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 four.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, so you said. I think everybody...
4: that's corny. I just really think that's corny. Like, don't be expecting he that was from joking. nobody.
2: Oh, he, he was joking with the two for 20. Roy, Roy's a
4: nah, boy. No, no. I don't like You tripping. Roy seriously,
2: no, you right, though, as far as like the men feeling entitled that they spend X amount of dollars, they're going to get some. Yeah, I mean. like,
4: that's, uh-uh. Uh, no, that's, no, that's not, that's not going to
2: work. See, the key but... to that, the key to that as a male is, if you're going to be spending that money, what is your intent? Facts. Like, right. are if you are you spending that money to be to try to get some, or are you spending that money to try to build? You know, because if you're Sorry. out there spending that money just to get some, first of all, your radar is all wrong. If you're spending that money, you don't get anything.
1: Exactly. I feel like yeah. most it's- dudes
2: know when that time is there. Like, yeah. you, come on now,
1: five hundred. You might uh-huh. have been a ring
2: with you. What? Come <laughs> on now.
4: No, <laughs> no I bad. didn't. I didn't have more, and ain't been. What it was, was I even in relationship to him? But yeah, like no. It just dep- I think it just really depends on the guy. Like it just depends on the guy. And, and it, like for example, people always like I I post certain stuff and they be like, oh yo dude be he be tricking off when I before I was like actually dating him. Oh he be tricking off and y'all know the saying, it ain't tricking if you <laughs> if you got it. And that's the thing I had to tell a dude like. It's considered tricking to you because I feel like you you don't make the amount of money. Yes, you don't make the amount of money to say, you know, to be able to make these moves or to to do these things. So you're like, oh, I would never spend this amount of money on this or spend this amount of money on that. That's because you don't make enough money to do it from the get go. So I can can agree with that. Yeah, like you're gonna say, Oh, I would never do this and it's just because you don't have it to do it.
2: That's all it is. Well, some men have it and they just don't see themselves doing it too, despite how they were raised. Like if it ain't your wife, don't treat her right. I'm joking. No, but um oh, my
4: God.
2: Oh, my God. I'm joking, I'm I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm... Oh, my God. Come on, y'all all know me. I'm not like that. Y'all know me. But no, um seriously though, like it it's chill, man. Oh, Oh, man. <laughs> you be the only one. But no, seriously, though, as far yeah, as, like, no. sometimes, like, just coming from the guy's point of view, like, even if I have it, it depends on, like, really what my goal is with you. Like, if I'm just going on, like, a, a quick date just because somebody asked to go on a quick date, I don't think I'm going to be spending $500. But Not if a... I'm trying to build with you, it's going to get to that point. But I don't think I'll do that off-rip. Yeah,
3: that's one, that's one, of, the, that's one of the things you you kind of start off, you get it's your regular casual date. And then you kind of build, like you said, you kind of build from there. But you can't just out the gate, first date, oh, we dropping $300, 400 That's, that's set expectations.
2: Up. That's set expectations because at that point, if I drop $500 first date, what are you expecting
3: Then I not Then I can't right. go get you a full, full, full after that. Nope. Yeah.
4: Right. We can't We well, yeah, can't just right. watch Netflix,
3: <laughs> you know. Yeah. I
4: haven't had a first date where they spent three, dollars $500. It wasn't the first date. Okay, I'm
2: just making sure it they not out there like that, you know. I know T Pain said it. T Pain said it, you know. It ain't chicken if you got it, but you know
4: that's
3: crazy.
2: That's crazy. Yeah,
3: it's even he said it like that. But still, sometimes it's kind of like, all right, bro. Even if you got it, it's cool. But
2: <laughs> you are showing off. You're like showing all right, now. now come on, <laughs> like,
3: come You're on, showing man. off now? Because yeah. a lot I of I think that's all. A lot of guys do that, trying to, like she said, or well, like we were saying earlier, trying to get ass or trying to impress a chick or whatever the case may be, like that when.
4: Most right, of the time, doing that. yeah, but I say most stop, of the time it ain't it ain't y'all. like that.
3: She said that's what. <laughs> doing that. To yeah, no, like, the stop listeners,
4: doing stuff <laughs> to impress females because we already have our mind made up if we gonna give you the kunchi or not. Like <laughs> we already have our mind made up if we just gonna do it or not. Like she has to do all this extra stuff. She knew from the moment you hit her up or she seen you whether she was gonna give you some ass or not. I've so heard women say idiom, that before too. Yes, we already know. Like we know.
2: So- I mean, y'all should definitely let us know then, so we can know. You know, <laughs> that would <be> <laughs> it would be helpful. We could just
3: like skip skip half of it and just go straight you to know, to the court budge- part. Budget properly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you open the garage. <laughs> Nevertheless,
2: though, uh, nobody opened the garage, man.
4: Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I laughs> think
2: that was fine. My bad. that was speed.
3: Yeah, that sounded like XP. That was real. Keep the garage closed, though. Hey, don't open the garage. It might be somebody outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. you know how to get
2: down those ATL streets.
3: <laughs> Zone six. Zone six. No, no. Zone
2: six. Shout out there by the bluff, but no. No way, no, But no, uh, uh, so everybody good here? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so Kayla, Kayla, we, we right appreciate
3: there. you coming up and giving us a little insight and whatnot. <laughs> All right, no
4: problem.
2: No problem. And ladies, that don't mean everybody can just ask if they can come on the show.
4: <laughs> no,
2: no <laughs> this is not going to be a weekly thing. <laughs> all right, Kayla, I'll get at you later.
1: And that's a wrap. We appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Counseling the Clutch, brought to you by Cal Q, Demo, SP, and Sap, and yours truly, your boy, Roy. We are available on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Y'all be sure to follow us on IG and Twitter at Counseling the Clutch. And tune in until next time. We out.